What Nintendo system is the best? Well, that's easy. It's the Nintendo DS because it's the best-selling Nintendo system of all time with over 154 million units sold. Or maybe it's the Nintendo Switch because it's the best-selling non-dedicated handheld with almost 104 million in just under five years. Or maybe it's the NES, which brought gaming back from the brink of death and was likely many gamers' first console. Although the NES only sold 61.91 million, this was a system that was released in the mid-80s, and the potential gaming audience is much wider now. And using an inflation calculator, this would work out to about roughly 159.21 million, which would place the NES as the best-selling console of all time. The point here is that trying to figure out what Nintendo system is the best is kind of like trying to figure out what is the best Legend of Zelda game or what is the best Mario game. There is no correct answer because everyone has an opinion about which of these games is the best just like everyone has an opinion about what Nintendo console was the best because this could be based on games, this could be based on features, nostalgia, or a combination of these ingredients and the great thing is that there's no wrong answer. However, we're going to try and take a different approach to figuring out what Nintendo system is the best this week on the Video Games Podcast. There are certain ways that we can try to get some type of answer like using sales figures, but as shown, this doesn't always paint the best picture for multiple reasons because even if a system like the Wii U that only sold a measly 13.56 million copies, it still had some amazing games that have gone on to be even greater on the Switch, including Mario Kart 8 and Super Mario 3D World. Now, instead of trying to figure out the best or worst, we can easily figure out what Nintendo system had the best attach rate. Now, the best attach rate is how many games each console owner owned or the average amount of units of software sold per hardware units. This is also called a tie-in ratio. And looking at this in a more simplistic view, this basically equates to what Nintendo console was the most addicting. And as it turns out, some addictions aren't always a bad thing. Figuring out the attach rate is quite simple and the easiest way to do it is to take the total software sold and divide it by the number of consoles sold. And using this formula, it's going to give you the average game sold per system or the average games that each owner bought. And for the longest time, console manufacturers made a loss on hardware so that they could make a big profit on software. Therefore, the console attach rate is quite important and can be a good indication of success as opposed to just which system sold the most. It's also worth noting that even though some of these systems over the years have underperformed, according to some, for Nintendo, the company is still in a fantastic financial situation thanks to many years of success. Coming in at last place is the Game Boy family, which also includes the Game Boy Color with 4.22 games sold per system. And if you subtract Tetris, because who didn't own that game? That's a very low attach rate. So next on the list would be the Game Boy Advance family with 4.63 games per system. And then next on the list is the 3DS family of consoles with 5.11 games per system. And that brings us to the next on the list is the best-selling Nintendo console of all time. And that's the DS family with 6.16. Now, I don't think there's a huge coincidence that the bottom four systems on this list are all dedicated handheld systems. This could explain why Nintendo created the Switch as they were looking for the best of both worlds in a hybrid system, 
but also wanted to make sure maximum software could be sold and with the data that they had on portable only machines, software sales just don't seem up to par when stacked against hardware units sold. And a very big side note here is that the DS has sold the most software overall with over 948 million, but that's not impressive as it is when you measure it against 154 million units of hardware sold. The first home console on the list is the Nintendo 64 with 6.83 games sold per system. And considering that the Nintendo 64 only sold 32.93 million, selling almost 225 million units of software is quite impressive, especially in the 90s. And finally, just missing the top five is the Nintendo Switch with 7.4 games sold per system, which I feel like is likely to increase over time as their software projections are usually quite high. This brings us to the top five Nintendo systems of all time with the highest attach rate and coming in at number five is the Wii U at 7.63 games sold per system. Now sure, this console is by far the worst selling Nintendo console of all time with only 13.56 million, but their owners were dedicated selling over 103 million games and this speaks to the quality of games that were on this system and this is clearly a reason that the Switch has seen so many Wii U ports. Fourth on the list is the Super Nintendo or the SNES with 7.72 games sold per system and with the total system sales of 49 million this equates to over 379 million games sold. Coming in at number 3 on the list is the original NES or the Nintendo Entertainment System with an attach rate of over 8. The NES had an attach rate of 8.07 and the figures on the first two Nintendo consoles are very strong especially when you factor in how many sales were reduced by the game rental business which was thriving during these years. Second on the list and the system that I always thought had the highest attach rate and this is the Wii with over 9.07 games sold per system. Now this number is remarkable because even though the Wii was a very casual centric system, they were able to continue selling more games outside of just Wii Sports as they offered other must play titles for casual gamers including Wii Sports Resort, Wii Fit and Mario Kart Wii. Finally, the Nintendo console with the highest attach rate is the GameCube with 9.59 games sold per system. Now the GameCube is basically the little engine they could because even though the sales were only 21.74 million units, total software sales were over 208 million. Now poor hardware sales of the GameCube were largely thanks to the best-selling console ever, the PlayStation 2 or the hot new kid on the block with Microsoft and their Xbox. 208 million units of software sold is great when you consider that the GameCube only sold slightly over 20 million units, but to put this into perspective, in fiscal year 21, the Nintendo Switch sold more software in one year than the GameCube did in its entire lifetime, and the Switch is projected to do this again in fiscal year 2022. If given the choice, Nintendo would rather have the success on the level of the last place Game Boy with almost 120 units of hardware sold with over 500 million games, but an argument can be made for some of the systems in Nintendo's storied history that have been declared failures like the N64, the GameCube, and the Wii U. As all of these systems are remembered by many for being failures, they're clearly remembered by their fans for having great games, a great attach rate, and being an integral part of their gaming history. Now, I think this list clearly shows that one person's trash 
is another person's treasure and there is no wrong answer. That's it for this week's episode of the Video Games Podcast. I hope you enjoyed taking a trip down memory lane and trying to figure out the most addicting Nintendo system ever, which could equate to the best Nintendo system ever if you ask a lot of different people. Now, if you did enjoy the show, please consider subscribing. If you haven't already, tell a friend and remember to be nice to your fellow gamer, but more importantly, be nice to your fellow human. 